CSMOD.com is your one-stop shop for tickets to all live SMOD pods and appearances by your favorite SMODcasters. Kev goes solo at Montreal Comic-Con on July 3rd, San Diego Comic-Con weekend, Babylon at the House of Blues on July 11th, has tickets available, then back at the Hollywood Improv on July 17th. July 31st, Babel at the Hollywood Improv. Looking ahead to August, Kev goes solo at Caroline's on Broadway in New York City on August 3rd, Babylon at the Hollywood Improv on August 7th. Kevin J., along with Mike and Ming, are at Fandom Fest in Louisville, Kentucky on August 8th. Two of the three Kev solo shows at the Atlanta Improv are sold out, but tickets are still available for the August 10th show. Looking ahead, Babylon in Hollywood on August 14th and 21st. Windsor, Ontario gets Kev at the Windsor Comic Con on August 15th, while his solo show at Cobb's Comedy Club in San Fran on August 23rd is sold out. But Edumacation with Kevin Andy still has some tickets left for that date. An evening with Kevin Smith, August 27th at the Houston Improv, the next night in Dallas at the Texas Theater. August 29th, Babylon at the Empire Theater in San Antonio. September 4th through 6th, Jason Muse hits up Wizard World San Jose. Get old and Q&A with Kev embark on the Jersey Boys Tour Down Under. September 18th in Sydney, the 19th in Brisbane, the 21st in St. Kilda, Victoria, the 23rd in Torrensville, and September 26th in Perth. Show your love for all the free funny at Smodcast.com by checking out a live Smodco show. Visit csmod.com. Hey, it's Ralph Garman from Hollywood Babylon, and you are listening to NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsecker on Smodco Internet Radio. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right, listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status mega nerd status netheads 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 you guys rock and now here's will and trent i don't know if this would be cheesy or not trent uh-huh uh but honestly I know that the uh, the people out there, uh, the the Smodcast listeners, those of us that listen to Smodco Internet Radio, listen to all the podcasts, all that stuff. There's a very creative uh, group of folk out there. You know what I'm saying? Is that is that your way of saying that we're lonely? No, no. I'm I'm just saying. I was thinking they're so creative. I think because you know one of the things that happened early on when we started doing netheads, and I'm like, you know, we got to have the intro. And, and I started making fun of things like uh, the intro to Tom Likas's program and uh-huh. um, uh, some others who, uh, it, well, it, mostly Tom Likas, because, you know, it, his has a set banter. And realistically speaking, that's what we are now. So I was thinking for that latter part, you know, the new part of the intro, the, all that other shit's been there like since almost since day one. Yeah. Um, but you know, this other part this is like a more recent addition. I, I almost think it would be fun to let the listeners do their own intros for the show. Maybe just parodying that one in the beginning, Yeah. but being able to use their own voice. And that way, every week when we are actually live on Smodco internet radio, 
at smodcast.com. Then you could uh, you could uh, hear maybe yourself introing the show one week. Yeah, but then we'd then we'd have to like get on early and plug stuff in, and we're not capable of doing that. Uh, you know what? We're almost up to two hundred episodes, and I say you're right. Yeah, I've, that's that's setting expectations way too high. Uh, but but you know, uh, putting all that aside, folks. My name is Will, and I'm Trent. You're listening to Netheads on Smodco Internet Radio smodcast.com if you want to take part in our little uh, chuckle fest you can one of many different ways one of them is uh, with a new space age polymer they call twitter trent how do they use that oh dude here's the, here's what's so badass about the twitters you can join todd 625 brand new live listener right here on the nethead stream along with uh you know god i mean angel fanatic underscore 42 roller dog nc uh and a whole host of others all listening live right now hashtag netheads on the twitters well even um uh senior smoke who we we don't see a lot around these parts well i think Uh, we might have lost him he was active about 20 minutes ago yeah exactly (laughs) so we're not sure well and for those that don't know listening to the podcast welcome um we actually followed a special live version of the tuesday smod coast morning show with marty uh you and the merps as i like to call him yeah a special sunday evening smod coast morning show for tuesday morning it'll re-air for then. tuesdays well because they knew they wouldn't be there tuesday so right. you know like us it's it's usually like oh hey it's six fifteen. i don't think we're gonna have a show today uh, and that's it these folks they know they're not gonna be here and they actually do something to provide some because co- i think we've we have we've been off for two weeks now um let's see your father's day was last week yes that one was a no-go no and fly zone i think that we did the week before that though didn't we did we think so i it's all so confusing now yeah as you know this this uh i'm starting to feel like i'm going uh senile i don't yeah, know he's, he's losing it folks i'm i'm losing the remembrance and i, I don't know i don't know where they're going trent yeah uh, uh anyway <laughs> Uh, you can also give us a call if you want, 866-610-9455. You can also call us uh, 925-238-9020, or also known as uh, YakBet9020. Uh, you can also uh, just use Skype NetHeads on air, which is what a lot of people do. Yeah, well, and oh, I, I, f- I feel a little obligated. Don't want to leave out uh, Kaiken Mika. Whoa, 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 buddy. No, K-A-I-K-K-O-N-E-N-M-I-K-A on Twitter, as well as Ryan Stoddard, both. Popping their net edge uh, live cherries tonight. I, I really feel. We'll I, I really feel like you were just yelling at me in consonants and vowels. Well, I just, I had to get it out. I had to get it out. Well, but it was it was a little hostile. Well, you know, it's just it's just we got to support the mem- the, the 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 supporters of the Wayne Foundation. Oh, okay, very good, very good. Yeah, they. they uh, I mean, he's even got the 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 you know the Wayne Foundation logo right there in his uh. His Twitter profile picture. He, he's got one of them. Is that a Twitter badge? Is that what that is? It's yeah, sure, yeah. Is it? Y- yeah. You know what, man? I just I feel like you're non-committal tonight. What happened? Is it because we were actually here, ready to go, and you were waiting once again? Is that what it is? Do you Probably. Need a, do you need a digital hug, Trent? Yeah. Yeah. Come reach here, out. Wrap that. Come here. Let's, Come here. You know what? I'm gonna stick my dick out. No, no, no. Wait a you minute. You stick Wait, your whoa, dick out. Whoa, I said hug. And they can. What's what's? Yeah. What's what's dick hug? What's what's wrap each other's dicks around each other? Did you totally wanna, straight? Did you want to totally straight? Did you want to dock with me? Is that what it is? Well, I'm cut. So who's, if you're who's, if, if who's you're able open, to receive me into you, then yes. Whose will open to accept the other? So, yeah. How do we decide which which one's gonna accept the other one? How shall we redvine this situation, Trent? Um, I, you know what? No. Maybe like a Twizzler pollen peel. Maybe that would help. Maybe it would. 
I think it might. Yeah. I think so. Anyway, man, welcome. It's it's nice to hear from you after having a little break. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how was Father's Day? What'd you do for Father's Day? Uh, you know what? It was a lot of, uh, I think it was a lot of relaxing is what I think. Um, you know, I, I got, I got worshipped from the family as, as fathers do on that day. Um, breakfast in bed, king of the castle. Well, actually, you know, one of the things I did, uh, was I dusted off that, uh, old blog at willwilkins.com and, uh, I thought I would, it was a weird morning. Like usually Sunday mornings, traditionally speaking, if I'm up before 9am, it's weird. Uh, but for some reason, last week on Sunday, I woke up at like 6.30 or something. So I I slunk out of bed and I, I decided, well, you know what? I'll, I'll make a surprise for everyone else because usually I'm not up. So I'll go. And I went to the store and I got cinnamon rolls to have for breakfast. Ooh. You know, I thought it would be a nice surprise. Plus, you know, my wife really got robbed on Mother's Day because I spent it on my back or praying to the porcelain gods who were making me suffer. Yeah, her Mother's Day wasn't so good. So I figured the cinnamon rolls would be a nice touch. And I ended up documenting what I called the cinnamon roll experiment. Because, you know, if there's anything that the uh, commercial and tubular-based pastry commercials have taught us, it's that if you you make coffee or if you make cinnamon rolls it it it's it's like announcing to the undead that free brains are available you know they just they they pick up on the scent and they're drawn to it oh yeah yeah and then the you and the pillsbury doughboy have like a little moment and then everyone else comes in and catches you're like Like, what are you doing with that little little boy what is that (laughs) he told me he loved me what is that thing no that's on show me on the the weird little doll where he touched the weird little doll where he's touching the doll and what and, and docking with it. No, but he's you know what is with you in docking today? You know, just just want to just want to plug in. Okay, ah! fair ah! enough, fair enough. You know, the other bad thing about that intro thing too, if we did it, is then you know then you have kind of feel like you have an obligation to play them all. Yeah, and and you know, folks, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but you know, just like not everything's gonna make the cutting room floor. You know what I mean? Well, but I mean, you got You got to feel good that you would get participation. You yeah. know, hopefully we would. Uh, by yeah. the way, let me let me rephrase that. Uh, you never know what may wind up on the cutting room floor because not everything goes in. So true. You don't you don't really want to shoot uh, for the the um the what is it called? The cutting room floor. That's the bad place to go. But you know what, Trent? Speaking of um, cutting room floors, do you know where that is a reference from? From the editing bay. That is right. It is from the editing bay, the bay of editing, the place where one would go in order to edit a film. And now typically what we do around here is we go into uh, tech news, right? Yes. But wow, what's that weird ringing? You hearing that? I. It sounds like a, a telephone ring. That was weird. Okay. Well, you know what? Let's not panic. Don't panic, Trent. I, I'm, I'm fine. We'll be fine. Um, but uh, one thing we're going to do on the show today, uh, we're going to speak to somebody who I, I find this kind of interesting. He's he's doing a documentary, Ooh. and he's doing a documentary that's, that's near and dear to our hearts. Uh, he's doing a documentary about podcasting somehow. Oh. And I think what he's uh, doing, well, we'll let him speak to it. This guy yeah. is, uh, he's actually been on NetHeads before as a guest. His name is Scott Holden. And he does um, that man on Fat Man. Yeah, what one of the uh, featured podcasts in Pod U. Yes, that was the 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 premiere. Ooh, Pod U. Shit, it's July, isn't it? It is. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get on that, man. 
You, you know got a mouse I mean? in your pocket? Do I have a mouse in my pocket? <laughs> Why are you saying that? <laughs> What's this wee stuff? Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair. Well, okay. Let me let me rephrase. Uh, although I think my comment is still fair because on the episode that dropped, I think in May, uh, one April or May of pod, you, those of you that don't know, there is a, a special, uh, show here on, on, uh, Smodco internet radio where you can submit your own podcasts. Um, only problem is it's a show that it gets no support. Uh, and if I don't have time to get things done, it's like last thing on the plate. So it, it, that all said, on the last one, I tried to bring Trent into the pod you thing as well, because I'm more comfortable when he's on the other side of the microphone. If I have to go to a live event and Trent's not there, you know, some people, when they're publicly speaking, they pretend everybody in the audience is in their underwear or something. Me, I just pretend the entire audience is Trent. <laughs> You're just like, it's just, it's just a blank. No one's there but me sitting there. Yeah, exactly. In my underwear. It's no, 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 no. It's, oh, no, okay. Trent. They're, they're all you, Trent. Oh, okay. You don't get it. They're all. I was gonna say you. I could I could fire this webcam up and give you the 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 al natural experience, man. I can give that. I didn't know that's what you were looking for, Will. But <laughs> but hey, I'm a team player. Look, man, I'm a, I'm I'll 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 fight for the cause, as it were. Yeah, I don't think you had to take it that far. Okay. All right. Uh, don't, but anyway, there is a, a special. Uh, oh wow, we're looping audio now. Anyway, uh, Trent. Uh, on the air right now at this time, that same guy I was talking about, Scott Holden from That Man on Fat Man. Hey, can you guys hear me? <clears throat> Sorry. I can hear you, but hold on. Let's uh, summoning Trent. Hum nam rikyo, hum nam rikyo, hum nam rikyo. Trent, are you back? There we go. Trent, Scott Holden of That Man on Fat Man joining with us now. Um, and I have to also say that uh, Gene Holden is in the hizzy. Oh, well, that's good, too, because Gene is is also part of this. So the reason why uh, Scott's dropping in is because I thought this was kind of neat. Uh, we, Trent, uh, you have like, what, 24 podcasts now? No, just 13. Just 13? Is that really yeah. the number? Is that the real number? Yep. Including this? Oh, 14. Thank you. You know what? It's It, it all comes back to clerks. You always, I never, <laughs> I never would have thought to question a number, 36, including me, 37? 37? Anyway, uh, but speaking of clerks and Kevin Smith. and that's more than Ming, is it not? Um, I think so. Uh, Trent has taken that mantle away from Ming. Uh, anyway, uh, Scott, you and your wife are doing something really interesting. You are doing a documentary that is somehow podcast centric. Please explain. Okay. Uh, how far back you want me to go? <laughs> Probably about five minutes ago. Okay. Uh, quickly, you know, we had, uh, Malcolm on the show not too long ago, Malcolm Ingram, and he was talking about his latest documentary and he was, you know, he was talking about making documentaries uh -huh. and in the process do you ever have one of those like, you know, aha or light bulb or, you know, flash of lightning kind of moments? No, sir. I live in a complete and uh, a v vacuum void of inspiration. All right. Well, I've had a couple and okay. this might have been maybe the third or fourth in my life. So sounds like the most dangerous as well. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> and at the moment, I'm like, you know, I should, you know, more like because Malcolm was talking about the way he said it, it was like, I could do that. I could yeah. do a documentary and I want to do one about podcasting because it saved my life. So what better thing to 
do to give back to a medium that gave to me the make a movie kind of telling part of that story, telling podcasting story, telling, uh, you know, the, the story of podcasters big and small. Well, I hope I'm not, not peeling, uh, things too far back. So it sounds like what you're saying is that you've got this documentary idea in mind and the unifying story you've got to carry you through the journey is actually your own and how podcasting has, as you put it, quote unquote, saved your life. Yeah, that is certainly, that's the narrative in for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, How it, yeah, how it affected me Mm -hmm. and how through that I found I'm not the only one that this has happened to. And just this whole medium, especially, you know, recently with Mark Marin being on the, you know, having the president on his show Mm of that, I think, Podcasting has arrived, and why has not anyone shown more attention to this media in a real, you know, shined a light on it? Because it needs to be. That's an interesting question, and I think, Trent, would you like to answer it? Yeah, it's because we don't have old white men telling us that we need that it's important yet. (laughs) (laughs) I agree wholeheartedly. (laughs) You know, and that actually is one of the things that I respect most about Trent. He introduced me to the concept of old white men, and now I get it. Yeah, or you know, you could just call it simply white privilege. Oh no, it's not even that. It's it's literally this conglomerate of old white guys that get to <laughs> yes. decide everything we do. It's the Illuminati that runs everything. Yes, and they are all white. They are all male. Yeah, more they're all likely. in suits. They're always like. Mur-r-r-r. So yeah. uh, it sounds like uh, doing a documentary. Uh, obviously, this is also one of the times where it's most possible and affordable. To, to be able to do things like your own independent documentary um, uh, with the advances of technology, being able to rent like a, um, is it the red camera, Trent? <laughs> well, yeah, if this, like the Sony Red. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, well, we've got, you know, we've been very fortunate mm-hmm. that the show has been, you know, a success of its own, in and of its own. Mm-hmm. And through that, you know, we've made, you know, a lot of contacts, met a lot of other, I think this is the key, not that just that we've made other contacts, but because it's a podcast and because it's sort of reaching this sort of artistic community <laughs> and Kevin's world and all that, we meet a lot of people who are also creative and artists themselves and, and understand that indie spirit. And so when a project is presented to them that, uh, you know, hey, I got this, like, I mean, that's how it started. I got this, we sat down with Bob Hawk after dinner he was on the show not long after Malcolm. And I was like, I got this really good idea. Let me tell you about it. And by the end of dinner, he was like, yeah, I, I definitely want to be involved. And oh, wow. Yeah. And so right there, I was like, holy shit. You yeah, know, that's, that's, think that's, through. that's kind of big. Because uh, for those of you that do not know, if you're a Kevin Smith fan, you should know this. But uh, one of the main champions of, of Clerks uh, comes from... A, uh, a virtually empty screening of Clerks, I think at the New York Film, film Festival or, or no, no, Tribeca Film Festival. Yeah. Well, it's called the, yeah, the Tribeca. It's a, uh, yeah, right in Manhattan. It's a very uh, indie. I can't remember what it was, but it, the exact, and, and Bob Hawk saw okay. Clerks. It's and, Angelica, by the way. Yeah. And he became the, uh, kind of the, the big supporter of clerks that began the push that got it attention at Miramax and the like. So, uh, having Bob Hawk, that's great cred. And one of the things I like, and one of the ways you're, you're, you're doing this, you're going the, uh, the modern route for funding your project. You're, you're taking it to Indiegogo, but I really dig one of them. 
one of the rewards for a thousand bucks you can become a producer on the film yeah i think that's pretty much standard fare now and it was you know we looked we've been doing a lot of research so we looked into a lot of campaigns and many of them that's pretty much the price point to you know become a producer in a movie and get a credit on imdb and uh, you know essentially it's an impressive little credit you know so and it's and that's that's i mean relatively affordable too when you think about like <laughs> what an executive producer and and a regular producer is is putting forth of of their time and money into like a big production that $1000 is nothing exactly that was my thinking on it i'm like wow i don't I know I can't swing it, but it would be really cool just to have finally to like my name, like, you know, oh, yeah, you know, well, you know, I'm a movie producer, at least for five minutes. Well, hey, hey, you know what? And that's enough for an IMDb cred, man. There you go. (laughs) Well, we went out and and kind of sat down and go, okay, what do we want to do with packages? You know, again, we looked at a lot of other, you know, projects in and around this, what we believe to be the budget for this film. And we arrived at that by talking to a lot of other filmmakers that we've met through the show as well. Mm-hmm. So like the shooting clerks guys and, uh, and <clears throat> the guy who actually became our, who's become our DP, David Madison. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, some, you know, other people that we've talked to, <clears throat> sorry, I'm choking up here. Uh, but, uh, you know, so we arrived at what we thought would be a very reasonable budget. Uh, we we don't feel like, you know, we're going out there and asking for something unreasonable. And, you know, I don't know if this helps or hurt our marketing campaign, but we are driven and passionate on this project. So, you know, Indiegogo be damned, this movie's being made. <laughs> Maybe that, you know, you can see that as like, hey, that's more of a reason to invest because these fucking guys are going to do it no matter what. Or you could see it as, well, uh, well, they're going to do it on their own. Why should I invest? Either way. The truth is, we have passion. We see this thing through. We have a lot of people on board to help, and we're pretty much poised. The only th- at this point, Indiegogo really says to us how long the process will take. Mm-hmm. So successful base, how long it takes us to finish it. Right. Well, you know that's why you're here. I heard about it. Thought it was a really cool idea. Wanted to help give it a little push here and there, and figured. Maybe some of our audience would be able to help out. If not, maybe spread awareness to those that could. So the thing is, hang on, I say we're also very grateful and, and we want to thank you for allowing, you know, us to get you on camera for this thing. Yeah, well, we'll see. I, I don't know if ah, I'll be camera ready. Yet. I like where this is going. Got to do some. <laughs> Got to practice some of my Magic Mike Double XL routines beforehand. So, so if so, I can't get ripped like that, I don't know. Um, so Scott, where is it they can go to to uh, check out the information on the uh, Indiegogo? Well, thank you. It's uh, igg.me forward slash you. Uh, what is it there? I'm not. I God, I've been saying it so much. This is the first time I've stumbled. Okay, timeout. I'm going to throw a flag on the play anyway, just because it's what I do. Um, what I would highly recommend. What's the website for your podcast? Oh, uh, thatmanonfatman.com. And you can find out all the information there. You can, but you're probably better off going to what's a podcast. Wait, what's a podcast movie.com. There you go. Easy to remember. See? And you can get to all the links from there just as easily. And yeah. not to mention just like the greatest title in the world for anyone that has tried that has said, oh, I listened to this podcast the other day mm-hmm. in conversation because uh-huh. fuck. <laughs> and we've had some criticisms from people who aren't podcaster. Why are you going to call it that? It's kind of bland or what's it? Oh, it's, it's, it captures everything right back there. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> it really. It is it, that, and that's the thing. It's a catchy name, and and you know, in in uh, in the world of entertainment, it's all about the hook, right? Yeah. Uh, well, it's, uh, it's certainly you can't. You, you can figure out what it is from the title. I mean, it's going to have something to do with podcasts. Right on. So there you go, folks. Go to uh, what is a podcast? The movie. It's uh, a podcast, the movie.com. Yes. There you go. It's got the, the in there. So what is a podcast? Just and do what is a podcast.com. You'll still go there. So oh. you can, what's a podcast or what is a podcast? You'll be directed. Don't worry. <laughs> wow. Well, good job on being able to get some good domain names too then, man. All right, folks. So uh, that's where you can find out. Scott, Gene, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having us, man. Have a great evening. Take One it love. Easy. One love indeed. And that, my friends, is the beauty of live internet radio. Moving in and out of segments just like that. Self-produced, self-switched, self-embarrassed. Yeah. That is me. Self-loving. Just oh, no. Well, it's safe that way. No, Jesus There's, still doesn't like it, Trent. Well, that's what I, I put the hanky over his picture when it happened. Well, that's more appropriate. Now, Trent, <laughs> one thing I know that doesn't make the baby Jesus cry Oh, there's not a lot. <laughs> Are you sure? Oh, he's so sad all the time. Is he? I think so. <laughs> oh, man, that's so sad. <laughs> oh, sorry. This isn't the button, but I just want to hear this right now. Give me just one moment of yeah, indulgence, yeah, yeah. Just, folks. Just, just no in. one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. Radio's boring. <laughs> I, by the way, I found another uh, clip that I've got to pull. Um, my wife and I recently have been watching Orange is the New Black. Okay? Oh, yeah. dude, it's so fucking genius. Oh, it is so, so good. good. And yeah. the thing that I like about the second season of it is that they're proving the show. Like, uh, you know, one of the things that the, the drivers, the connector for this show is that you've got this this privileged New York girl going to prison for 15 months, right? Because of right. her minor involvement in something. And that's our introduction to this world of, of uh, minimum security women's prisons. Right. Uh, and the thing that I'm finding in the second season is that it proves perfectly that it, that the, the main connector to the story, this character Piper uh -huh. isn't really relevant to carrying the show anymore. Nope. Like she could literally leave the show and you wouldn't give two shits anymore. Egg, exactly. In fact, I read an article just the other day. I might've been on Vulture where they were talking about how she's kind of the worst character out of the whole bunch. Well, she is the, uh, I don't know. Maybe you might be right there because she is. It's just, she's the weakest. She's, I don't know, the most moldable. And whereas everyone else they're I mean, they're not even stereotypes. They really are just characters, but they're, yeah. they're much stronger and better in my opinion. Well, and in, and in the third season, uh, I, I think they, they realized that going into the third season and they tried, they, they do a lot more character shaping with Piper. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's kind of random. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know, but it, yeah. I don't know why my wife and I decided to uh, pick up on that show, um, other than the fact that my daughter wasn't home at the time. So naturally, two grown adults, that's what we do. Let's finally watch Orange is the New Black. It's so good, though. It is. And um, we're in the middle of the second season. Obviously, you've already gone through the third season. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I gobbled that fucker up. The moment it dropped. Yeah, that but week. It, but it dropped recently, too. I think we actually started it like right after the third season dropped. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's a it's a great story. And the other thing I like, too, in the second season that I'm seeing is that we're, you know, one of the conventions this show uses is that sometimes it does flashbacks to the, the lives of these 
women in prison. Oh, that's the best part. It, it, it really is. And in the one that we recently watched, it was the, uh, I think her name is Rosa. She is a cancer patient, uh, that's also in jail. And I, I, I don't oh know. Oh my God. That one's the, but it, she's got the really gruff voice. Yeah. And it shows her oh. backstory and you're like, Whoa, yes. I didn't see this coming. I don't know why this is happening, but I like yep. it. Yeah. It is. And it's so gratifying. It really is. Uh, it's such a rewarding show. It really it doesn't make you feel like you wasted your time. Uh, but that's not what I was talking about. The thing that the baby Jesus loves, Trent, mm-hmm. is the Trent tech. What the hell? <laughs> you hear that? No, I just heard nothing. Yeah, I hear nothing too. That's the yeah. point. Yeah. Well, ain't that a suck? Tech news. Trent tech. Tech news. Trent tech. Tech news. Trend tech. Tech news. Trend tech. Tech news. Well, at least it's got a beat. What's going on in the world of Trent tech, Trent? Well, dude, I hope you're ready for this. Nope. Like, this is, and I, and it's funny because uh, my roommate Will D. Kent was telling me about it, and I tried to Google it, and I like I couldn't find it anywhere, but so he sent me the link. Dude, Amazon is going to break the world in the next two weeks. Why is that? This is coming from a uh, Reddit post uh, from the subreddit um, that's that's basically on you know on on building PCs and 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 just you know helping people find tools and stuff for that. Um, anyway, this is someone posted. Uh, Amazon is about to have major sales in the next couple of weeks. Hey friends, friendly Amazonian here. The week of July twelfth, Amazon is celebrating their twentieth year of service. They're packing their warehouses to the brim this week and next week in anticipation of the sales they're going to have. I have no idea what is going on sale, but I'm 90% sure that it will benefit, you know, this subreddit blah, but just a heads up. And then a ton of people who actually uh, have worked for the post office and who work for Amazon have have chimed in and said, you know, the post office dude was like, yeah, we were told that uh, we're, our, our routes are going to be doubled oh, whoa. Dur- during uh, the 13th through the 17th. Um, and then uh, the the one guy who works at Amazon said, yes, it's going to affect all the departments and make sure to have your, your one-click uh, buying on because shit is going to fly. Oh, wow. So it sounds like they are just going to uh, completely and totally uh, lose their shit when it comes to uh, mm-hmm. pricing things out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. boy. Well, keep a lookout for that one, folks. That's some I, wow, useful information on netheads. Yeah, yeah, uh, and in fact, even if even if you're a um, uh, like a local seller on Amazon, you've probably been contacted already as well uh, and encouraged to increase your inventory as well, because seriously, shit is just gonna. It's yeah, it's it's going to break everyone's maybe not their budget, but definitely the post office. We might see some murders out of it, which is fine. I'm okay with that. Oh wow. It's kind of harsh, bro. I'm joking. I don't, I don't, murder's never the answer. Hey, hey, Trent, did you also hear that somebody bought AOL? Qua? You didn't hear that? You mean Time Warner? I think so. No, wait, no. They bought it like three years ago. No, somebody else just bought AOL, I think. Again? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> Time Warner looking like, well, what are we doing? What are we going to do with this? They're like, well, we've got this Batman thing taking up most of our time. Yeah, we get, don't know I'll, what to do with the AOL. And Ralph Garman's the only person who seems to be using the our, our email service. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
Um, <laughs> I love how like that's like a thing where he always has back. No, people, it's a like people still fucking use their email. I promise, it's not. <laughs> Stop telling me I'm outdated. <laughs> <laughs> I like my email the way it is. Start A O L three letters efficient. Get off my ass. Efficient and comes with a disc in the mail. Go on to your next Trent Tech. I'll get you the details. All right. Well, other than that, also coming up this week, um, I haven't got a whole lot. I uh, have been looking at uh, a lot of uh, Twitch stuff, and I, I know Twitch is getting huge. Uh, and I, I kind of wonder if, if maybe uh, maybe we ought to start diving into the, the Twitch stream a little bit. What do you mean? Well, I, I think uh, what everyone has anticipated live streaming to be on YouTube mm-hmm. has now switched to Twitch instead. Oh, you um, think so? Absolutely. Now, yeah. Twitch, uh, tell the uh, toothless old men like me that would use AOL, <laughs> explain to Ralph Garman what yeah, Twitch well, is. I mean, well, so essentially, Twitch started out as as a way to to broadcast and capture your your gaming, and it's now evolved just into kind of like the the be all location for live video streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, whether whether it be gaming, whether it be uh, you know. I mean, yeah, it's 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 mostly based around gaming, um, but from that, I mean, this 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 is where you're seeing people actually making money in in streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, aside from you know the the I'll show you my boobs and you pay me money streaming. Well, every time I hear about Twitch, it's like awesome. people that are live streaming while gaming. Yeah, exactly. And for some people, it's because their gaming is so good. And for a lot of people, it's just because they're really charismatic and funny and have awesome content to talk about. And the the gaming is just something that's going on during the show. Mm-hmm. So okay. I, uh, yeah. Anyway, I I I keep on talking about. Yeah, I'm going to start one up. I'm going to start one up. I haven't done it yet because. Are you saying you and I should twitch together? Trent? I'm just saying that you know. I will get I, this. I'm, mo- I'm, I'm, I will, twitch, I'm dude, twitch curious. I will get this motherfucker wired up if you want to twitch like a madman. I just I'm 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 a little curious. As, you send you know. me the details. I'll get it wired up, and we will we will twitch like you've never twitched before. Ooh. I mean, if you can handle that kind of thing. Sounds dirty. A little bit, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, um, what it was, you know, talking about AOL really is still a thing. Verizon bought AOL. Can you guess how much for? Uh, uh, $1 billion. $4.4 billion. What? How much, Are you serious? How much did Disney buy Star Wars for? Wasn't it like $4 billion? Uh, well, I, I know that uh, Disney bought Marvel for $4 billion. Yeah, something like that. I mean, dude, seriously? Damn, son. I know. That's a lot of that's a lot of cabbage for AOL. So, I mean, and granted, uh that's huh, that's really interesting. So, I mean, because cuz AOL has been like branded within AOL Time Warner for mm-hmm. heavily the past little while. I yeah. what is what is AOL even bringing to the game these days? I don't I have no idea, dude. I I I don't know. User base? Have they still been accumulating people during all this time? Um. Well, I I don't know. Well, if I remember, I right, because well, okay. So AOL purchased. Um. Uh, give me a second. HuffPo. They did. Oh yeah, yeah. Like like three years ago, AOL purchased HuffPo, and that's where you noticed like a dramatic change in HuffPo content too, where it turned more into clickbait than it did act like actual 
um, journalism. Um, and, and I'm assuming it, it's small acquisitions like that that AOL has taken over time to the point where now they're, they're just generating a shitload of content that's, that's reaching people. They're like, they're like Skynet. They've been slowly acquiring the internet. <laughs> yeah. I, I, no, seriously. Like, like just piece at a time. Yeah. That would make sense. By the way, uh, I want everybody to know, not only is Trent, uh, trying to bring you the news you need to achieve mega nerd status, um, he is risking electrocution and heat stroke to do it. He just tweeted an image 15 minutes ago, literally just dumping water on my face, neck, and chest. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, so, it's, it's cool, cooling by, by radiation at this point, folks. Evaporative cooling is what uh-huh. you're hoping. To, I'm sorry to hear that, man. Oh, you know what? Worst things happen to better people. No wonder you're so, like, early on. You're like, yeah, I'm just sitting here waiting. Well, this, by the way, is killing me because I can't have the phone, uh, the fan on while we're doing this. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't care about your little banter. Let's just do the goddamn show. But it's nice because the, the, the dog's got the fan right now. He's got dibs on the fan. Oh, okay. Can you, but can you at least get, like, some peripheral breeze from it? Um, I mean, not, I'm, without, I'm sure, not without making a weird sound. I'm sure it, it, it smells like dog balls right now, but, you know. Right, I smell like dog balls right now. Well, you know, hey, buddy, leave your personal life out of this, okay? I'm just saying. $4.4 billion for AOL. That is something. Yeah, dude. Like, like I don't even understand what a billion dollars is. Mm, you know, what I, mean? I, I don't even understand what like $10,000 is. That's not real money to me. No, I think that one you could imagine. Mm, not in a year. Okay. Well, maybe. Maybe if two years, you could imagine it. Mm, why, why is your why is your imagination restricted? That's what I don't get. Because <laughs> <laughs> these are just these are just numbers like infinity. That doesn't no, mean they're anything. not Trent. Here's here's what you do. It's not, okay, it's not a real number. You take a dollar, okay. You put it on on the counter, okay. You see it. Uh huh. Now imagine nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine more of those. I don't know how many that is though. It's. It's like, like I can't because I've never seen anything of that amount. You don't think so? No. Not even like pebbles or rocks no. somewhere. D- a billion, dude. You know how much a billion is? No, I, you said you couldn't imagine ten thousand. Well, even that, especially That's what in I clams, was trying to get dude. You to. Okay, let's forget about. It. Nobody said anything about clams. Well, you know, like monies. This is not the Flintstones. Paper monies. <laughs> not clams. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do use cl- like actual clams, don't they? Yeah, they do. <laughs> I forgot about that. You got 10 million clams. Anyway, uh, I don't know what happened. Trent, can, you want to talk about a little more technology? Um, I don't really have anything else to talk about tech-wise. I got something. Ooh, let's do it. Because last week, uh, two days before Father's Day, I got something. And Ooh. that was the uh, the Pebble Time. Oh, I had, nice. uh, for those of the don't remember the pebble was, uh, like one of the first smartwatches out there it interacted with your phone. I mean, primarily its main function was like allowing you to see fitness information, control music playing on your phone. And that's about it. But now it's become also much more, uh, the pebble time is the color one. And I, I backed it on Kickstarter. So I got it before, um, the general public, I guess, uh, yeah. you can pre-order it at Best Buy, but this isn't a commercial or a spot for it. I just want to talk about it. If you got an Android phone, right? Yeah. And you want to have some of the cooler functions of a smartwatch, but you don't want to have something that you have to charge every 18 hours. Then the pebble time is for you. And Trent, you and I, I you're going to see this and you're going to be like, that is retro at part of my language. I'm sorry, but seriously, you're going to look at it and go, that is retro as fuck. Yeah. And I love it because it's uh, it's the the 
Pebble, the original one, was done with the electric paper, right? Like what the Kindle uses. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you could see it in any any type of light like that you wouldn't, you know, the LED wouldn't wouldn't screw it up. Right. Exactly. And it can be always on because it doesn't need to change or be powered to change until a state change occurs. Right. Like if you think about it, like a like a screen wipe, if you will, you know, seeing something go from one screen to the next. Yeah, like 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 a scene changes in Star Wars. Exactly. If it were to do that, then you know it it doesn't update the display after that's completed, and it doesn't need to change until something happens again. Um, so anyway, the the reason why I'm telling you about this is because the time uh, it has the color paper, but it's it's still uh, the same type of e paper, so it's only capable of doing 64 bit graphics. Oh. And it's like oh. it's it's like having a, a Tamagotchi that's my personal assistant. <laughs> I was gonna say it's like N sixty four. It's like double oh seven. Do 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 do. Yeah, it's it's just it's a thing of beauty. It Facility really is. with the golden gun. Um, so it's great. I have now officially uh, my phone doesn't get to send me any notifications at all. It all just goes to my watch. So I don't have it on vibrate. Nothing. No ring. No vibrate. Nothing. Because if you can't get to my wrist, you're not getting to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love it. It is great functionality wise. And, and the reason why I say it's uh, really cool is because now they finally have the same functionality. Every other smartwatch on the planet has where you can talk to it to reply to messages. Oh, so like voice to text type stuff. Yeah. But the cool thing is um, like in order to power it, you still have to press a tactile button. It doesn't have a touch screen. It has four buttons, which I love. Uh, but the great part is, so you have to hold it and you have to press that button before you talk to it. So you get to play secret service every time you're, you're talking to somebody. You're, you're fucking Dick Tracy, man. Exactly. Or you flip the watch around on your wrist and now you're like secret service talking to the talking to everybody. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Uh, POTUS is on the way. Uh, so it's it's just great. And it works best with Android because, of course, Apple and all of their uh, smarts, you know, they don't want to let any type of external device crack into their messaging system. Well, that's why, because they have the Apple Watch, why would they want to enable anyone else to create competition? Exactly. So I say, screw them. No, I'm At, a, look. Yes. Couldn't agree with you more. I'm Well, look, I'm not saying the iPhone is not good. I'm not saying the iPhone is not cool. I think uh, Apple, though, is cutting off its nose despite its face half the time. Yep, it's true. Because really, there's, there's two lines of money making, folks. There's product. There's peripherals. The most money you're going to make is on the peripherals. Mm-hmm, so it, mm-hmm. it it helps out the economy. You know what? Apple is not fucking American is what I'm saying. Because by them not allowing other devices to work seamlessly with the iPhone, they are limiting the types of products that can be produced. So that means that there are less people working, less stuff being manufactured, less stuff being sold, and less money in the economy. Don't yeah. support Apple. Yeah, and the, the only people that are working are, are getting literal slave wages, not even in this country. Obama going to take my guns! I do love my MacBook, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do love it a little, my friend. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So I've been really I've been really digging this, and i got to tell you something, Trent. This may be the thing that will finally help me break my Google Glass addiction. Oh, so you, like, so you, wa- you want to stop using the glass? Well, you know, it's kind of a, a social moniker if you will uh-huh in a way it's kind of a brand it's kind of a thing that my daughter is embarrassed of if i'm wearing out in the world <laughs> so yeah in general i do want to get away from the glass i mean the only way that here's the way that google glass is still really cool it's really cool if you want to pick up uh, like quick pictures or videos because all you got to do is reach up and press a button because you're already and you're shooting everything you're seeing so 
That's the most convenient part. Uh, but you know, the fact that it, it looks like you've got this really bizarre wraparound wand on the side of your face is a little distracting. <laughs> it's, you know, oh, but maybe that's how you sell it is you make it, you know, if you did like the Harry Potter style and, and yeah, it is like go. an actual wraparound wand. They say the Google Glass collects the wizard. Wait, what? Never mind. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, that's what that's all I really wanted to talk about in the way of tech on the watch thing. It's just it's really freaking it's convenient and cool. It's the it's the way we should uh, because it, it look, we all saw the Google Glass um, uh, daily show bit, right? Oh, so good. And, you know, the guy is like, you know, well, because it's right there in front of your face. Well, so is this. And he holds up the phone. But in all seriousness, you shouldn't have to take uh, something out of your pocket if you don't have to to get the status of it right yeah so you know if i'm getting a call i i can conveniently just look at my wrist and then tell the accept the call tell it the fuck off whatever i want to do yeah and it's life-changing trent life-changing yeah you know what i mean you're like you're like i really want to charge my phone uh but i'm expecting a call uh i and and i can't i can't have the phone not with me now you could you could charge the phone and as long as you're within bluetooth range you can still hey, look, look, I'm getting you that can call. You still answer the phone, yeah. I, I, can, I can rush my ass back, and I can go get that phone now, and I can answer it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's really cool. Um, all that being said, also, pretty soon we'll be announcing my eBay sale of my Pebble Steel, and we'll go from there. <laughs> oh, so so I was going to say, how many generations have you gone through? This is just the second for me. I've only had the one and then this. And what was the first? The first was the Pebble Steel. Was the Steel. Okay, okay. Yeah, so and this is this is this their third generation they've done? Technically speaking, yes. There was okay, the, the, yeah. the first Kickstarter edition. Um, then there was the Steel and now this. And there is a Pebble Time Steel. The other cool thing it does uh, is is what everything else does, actually, though. It, it's got quick information uh, via up and down from the base watch face. So, like, the past shows you phone calls you missed, appointments you had, and scrolling forward shows you the stuff that's coming up so it's you know it's a nice cool little build yeah very convenient information wise see and for me i i'm i'm just in front of my personal computer all day long so for something like that i don't you know i'm not i don't leave the house you know what i mean that i i could see the need for someone who's not tied to a literal desktop all day long. Yeah. Well, you know, even um, other there, like it, the lifestyle I lead, not that I'm trying to justify this senseless money spending, um, but the lifestyle that I lead, which did not require um, Supreme court decision, by the way. Right. Yeah. No, no. Clear yeah. What I'm talking yeah. about. But, yeah. Uh, I do a lot of commuting. So a lot of the times my phone is in a pocket somewhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, hopefully my own and and it's just in a lot of the time like if i'm sitting on a crowded train the last thing i need to do is try to angle myself so one i can actually get my hand in my pocket and then to pull out the uh you know what is almost paperback book size phone that i'm going to try and pull out <laughs> right that's so, <laughs> wedged down in your khakis and you like have to straighten out your leg oh god and then yeah. cock to the side because whoa, otherwise whoa, that fucker is whoa, locked in there oh, hold on that oh i i'm saying you turn it to the side is what you're saying yeah you're like it just to try to you know because it i have a hard enough time and i have like a pretty, fairly small phone it gets you know jammed into my pocket Phone is code for penis here, right? I just want to make sure we're clear. Uh, yeah, just like a hammer. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, what else is going on, Trent? What else? Uh, what's 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 the new, what's new? What's the skinny? What's haps, my man? Uh, the this uh oh, dude, dude. Yeah. Have you taken your daughter to see Inside Out yet? 
No, we're it, with us. We're we're just waiting to get a babysitter. Fucking get it on the list, man. That's what Holy I've heard. Shit, really? Did it just kick you right in the feels? Like not and not a yes. I mean, but that's Pixar. Like they they could they could produce a steaming pile of shit. And I'd be like, it's just so sad. Well, I mean, look at Wall-E. That was a movie that had almost no dialogue for like forty five minutes, and nobody cared. Yeah, um, but this. What's so amazing about this movie is, I mean, I can't think of a better way to to validate a child's emotions um, and let them know that emotions are are good and like an important thing and like not to be ashamed of like being sad or angry and like, oh my god, man, it is just it's it's entertaining and yet the most like educational film for uh young people i think that it's ever been made uh, so you're saying this is kind of a, a a supportive film for helping teens transition into teenhood or, or what do you mean no just like the kids so so like kids children understand that like well you know you can't be happy all the time and sometimes the only way to be happy is to be sad so that you can let other people know that something's not right mm-hmm. so that they can help you get back to being happy oh wow oh. that is deep yeah oh dude like but it's just on oh, so, so good. many levels yeah the, and and the animation is fucking great and i swear that the animators are just doing like a huge nod to Jim Henson the whole time because all the creatures uh, have have like a, a, a felt like a like a fuzzy look to them oh that like feels very Jim Hensony but you know it's Pixar so mm-hmm. it's not but oh right. my god so good oh well I, I it is it is on the it's on the docket my friend Oh, and plus, I mean, anytime you get Lewis Black to, to play the the emotion of rage and anger, oh my God. it's fucking spot on, dude. You know, the thing is, he's always been that character anyway. So, oh yeah, yeah, he did. He did a great interview uh, with Jesse Thorne once, and and he, Jesse asks him about you know because like when he's on the Daily Show, there's times where he just starts shaking. Yes, <laughs> and and he said, well, you know that that is kind of uh, it's. It's embellished a little bit, but it add it adds to the rage. To right. you know, it, he's like it's embellished, but at that t- at that time, it's not embellished. If that makes sense, it, well, it's because like he doesn't walk around shaking like that. He's, but he's just he's giving into it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The yeah. It, it really like I would love love to see a video of these guys when they're in the sound booths. Oh lord! Actually doing shit like that because I man, I can only imagine he's just freaking out. Oh. Yeah, and and isn't and like uh isn't happiness played by Amy Poehler? Amy Poehler, yeah. Uh, Fred, uh, uh, Bill Hader plays um fear. Oh my gosh. Um, and uh, oh, I I forget her name. Phyllis from the Office. Um, she plays sadness. Was Phyllis the one with the red hair? Uh, nope, that was Meredith. Oh, okay. Which one was Phyllis? Phyllis was the the larger of the. Oh, two. okay, with the glasses. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. I gotcha. Yep. All right. Well. Yeah, it's man. Oh, and then um, uh, Mindy Kaling is that her last name mm-hmm. from the Mindy Project? She she plays uh, um, it's not envy, disgust. Oh. <laughs> so so essentially, uh, she's just playing her character from the office. No, exactly. Yeah, like like spot on. Yep, exactly. Like oh my god, that's gross. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, yeah. that's so beautiful. Yeah, I, I really I've I've wanted to see it. I've wanted to see it a lot. And I and I've I'm convinced that it was gonna be one of the better 
Pixar movies? Because I always feel that the really good Pixar movies are always the ones that the marketing department just doesn't seem to get the marketing right on. You know what right. I mean? Well, and it is. It's a, it's a weird concept. Like the 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 commercial the, the 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 trailer that we all saw, where it's the parents' emotions that are going back and forth. Right. That's one of only two times that you actually see the parent emotions. Right. And that's the full scene that you see too. Like it's not. <laughs> There was no embellishment. It was the whole scene. Literally, like they, they, it's had such a small part in it. Um, but it was smart because it, 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 it gave just enough to be like, okay, this, this could be fun. But then when you get into it, it's, it's so, so much more. Ah, well, I, I'm, and then that was, uh, that was like up. That was the same thing. You just, yep, yep. you didn't know what it was about. You see a house floating and in just like within five minutes, they have just taken your heart out, ripped it out of your chest and shown it to you and said, this is why you should be happy. Yeah. Appreciate life. You're like, Piece of shit. Yeah, you make exactly. the matrix walking around telling people that you better than you're not. I think you're listening to too many podcasts, man. <laughs> Only at smodcast.com. <laughs> Pretty soon we're going to tune in. Trent, all Trent's going to be is the uh, the emo goldfish. Oh, yeah. and, and the only thing I can do are just are just quotes from the shows. That's it. That, that we should do that one time. One time we should script an entire show, and all of your responses can only be dialogue from other Smodco podcasts. From other Smodco. Oh yes, or or VSQ references. Yes, there you go. I think that would be fair. Yeah, I do too. I would find that enjoyable. I, but then again, you know, I'm easily entertained, so maybe yeah. I'm not the best judge. Yeah, maybe maybe not enough shiny things. No, definitely not. Um, by the way, I uh, want to remind everybody uh, one of the things you can do at all times to help show your support of the fun-loving guy sitting on the other side of the microphone from me is to go to none other than uh, a part of him.com or deathraycomics.com. Either one, right, Trent? Because there's yeah. a special area there where you can get special stuff. Trent's yeah. going to try and compete with Amazon to break the internet. And how do you yeah. do that, Trent? Yeah, come on, Amazon. <clears throat> Show me what you got, and I'll take it right in the butt. No. But uh, oh. but how do they how do they do that, Trent? <laughs> how do they help part you? Of, just go to a part of him.com, click on support, and there's a shitload of things that you can buy there. And when you buy stuff... It, um, it, it feeds me. So thank you. Thank you very much. That's because yeah. we all like it when Trent eats, it's much better yeah. because if not, we've already discussed it. There are these people that will throw food in the window. Yeah. They so. just, yeah. They're incoming. Got some spam. No, they just toss it in. That's in cans. I, I That's mean. Love, I love spam. Really? I've and never, meat. Oh, it's delicious. I gotta be honest, Trent. Um, I have not had spam ever. Really? Never had it. Oh, dude, it's it. It really is delicious. Uh, fry it with some eggs. Great for breakfast meats. It's it's great as a breakfast meat. Yeah, you slice or, it and pan or fry it, or a sandwich you meat. Make a sandwich out of it. Yes. Speaking of food, by the way, I, I don't know if this is gonna fly. I don't know what the Costco rules are on this, right? But uh-huh. uh, uh, yesterday was Blair's first birthday party. So oh, nice. The the baby uh, turned one on. Uh, I think it was Thursday, but her party was on Saturday. So we, um, the thing though is my wife and I didn't really discuss what we were going to do. We were so focused on the decorations. We forgot the fact that you need to typically feed people when you invite them. Ah, yeah. When you invite them over and I just, I just happened to, uh, be at Costco filling up my gas tank at the time. And Ah. And I'm like, well, shit, do we need anything from there? And I kid you not, somehow, Trent, I ended up catering a party 
for as little as I think about one hundred and twenty five dollars. <laughs> Nice. I bought a bunch the, of those. The cost of a tank of gas. Well, in some cars. Uh, not mine, thank goodness. Right. Uh, but <laughs> I got to take and bake pizzas, and then I got the uh, the the pre-made, um, it's not pre-made, but it's a gigantic pack of, like, uh, Caesar salad. And oh, then, God, and then, I love Caesar salad. And, well, now get this. I think this is going to be combined with something you like, too. You like rotisserie chicken? Ugh, who doesn't love a Costco rotisserie chicken? Well, apparently they don't. Some people don't because they don't always sell them. And then what they do is they take the 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 meat, love the chicken breast off them chickens, and then they package it up. And you can just buy a gigantic package of of, of chicken breast, Trent Ugh. meat. So I got that, and I turned the uh, the the Caesar salads into chicken Caesar salads. Huh? What? Yes, I put the chicken Jesus. in the. Isn't that genius? That that's. That- I, I'm I'm a little envious that, that there's not a uh, Costco within my region. Well, then you're not going to be happy with what I'm about to say as well. So through all of this, what we discovered is that we had too much food. So <laughs> I still have one uncooked pepperoni pizza, uncooked, seal, unbroken, right? Still in the plastic box, yeah. taped down. Yeah. I have one unopened, no seal broken Caesar salad. Uh-huh. Now, Trent, here is what I ask you. Because as you know, they say Costco takes back everything. Do I have the balls to take the pizza, the uncooked pizza and the unopened salad and attempt to return them to Costco? Well, the question is, do you have enough food to eat for the week already in your house? You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I was thinking if I didn't put the croutons in, I could be having like chicken Caesar salad all week for lunch. Exactly. And pepperoni pizza. (laughs) See, like... That's not, that, that's what I would do. Making lemonade, Trent. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Taking mm-hmm. those lemons. That is what we do. Anyway, I want to portion them up a little bit. Um, did you did you tell everybody everything you wanted to tell them this week? I think so. That's yeah, good because uh, I think I'm done too. Honestly, I'm. I don't know if it's allergies or a summer cold, but I've been feeling nasally all day. Ooh. And you know, I had I Trent came into this with lots of ideas, lots of grand plans. Uh, but when it all came down to it, um, I just want to go take a nap. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 nap time. I'm just kidding. It isn't. Uh, no, nap time is at two o'clock when the baby falls asleep. Ah. That's what you do if you, you're like, you know what? I could I could I could do with a nap, right? Yeah. yeah. So then you're like, could you just put the kid on my chest, and like, and take hey, a little nap. Come here, baby. Yeah. Here, have a bottle. Yeah. Oh, look, one o'clock. Baby's asleep. I I can't. I'm holding the baby. What am I gonna do? Yeah. I'm I, gonna, sorry. I'm just. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna sleep here. I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep too. Is that cool? All right. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, uh, they're pointing out on Twitter last week. I was uh, I was rubbing baked beans in your face, and now I'm talking about chicken Caesar salad. Oh, mm-hmm. well, you know, man, come out to come out to California. Come out to the coast. We'll get together, have a few yeah. laughs. We'll we'll have uh, we'll have some Caesar salads and some and some pizza. <laughs> the hell, why not? Right? Yeah. By the way, can I just once again tell you how much of a? It, in some ways, I feel my wife got a raw deal that the baby was born two days before her birthday. <laughs> It's something they can always share. Because on her birthday, my wife's actual birthday, it was all about putting together the birthday party for Blair. Oh, <laughs> whole day, man. Uh, speaking of which, I got to go um, spend some time with my wife. So uh, yeah. I'm going to get out of here. But I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Hopefully we'll be here next Sunday as well. Uh, hopefully have more of our shit together. Yeah, Trent, we'll, we'll, I'm talking we'll, to we'll, me. We'll cobble it like a we'll cobble our shit together like a sandcastle that gets washed out to sea. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. 
<laughs> I don't know what it means, but I'll allow it. <laughs> Do I? Until next time, folks, take that bit of uh, wisdom with you. Uh, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. You've been listening to another edition of NetHeads on Smodco Internet Radio. At Smodcast.com. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. 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 We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. All the geeky news you can use can be heard every week right here on Sir and Smodcast.com with the Big Bald Broadcast. Why is it big and bald? Because I'm big and bald. I'm Kyle Bear, the voice of Sir Dude and various promos you hear throughout all the various Smod Pods, and I'm also a voice actor from shows and games like Dragon Ball Z, Street Fighter, and Super Smash Brothers. Plus, my good buddy Otherworld Steve, an indie musician, upcoming author, and the most cynical dude I know, banner back and forth about pop culture, movies, media, music, tech, and other random fandom. If you're ready for full frontal nerdity, check out the Big Bald Broadcast, exclusively on Smodco Internet Radio. By the way, can I just tell you how dangerous that Costco is, Trent? Dude, like, and, and I, I get the poor man's version with the uh, the Sam's Club once in a while. But uh-huh. co- like, Costco is a treat. Dude, uh, first of all, uh, it seems like they're doing nothing but putting man bait in the front of the stores now. <laughs> I've been to three different Costco's. It's like every time. tires, beer, and chicken. <laughs> no. No, Trent, this time it was coolers, big screen TVs, and movies. Yes. And yard stuff. And, and, dude, I don't know how it happens, but those, those big club stores are, the whole thing is like a fucking meat locker. It's so nice and cool and air conditioned. Yeah. Why aren't, why didn't you spend the day at Sam's Club? (laughs) They've got Wi Fi. I'll just go in, take a microphone, be like, hey, I'm testing this shit out. Dude, not even that. I just, just like you're, we're talking about baked beans and Caesar salad, like they're delicacies. Go delicacies. Go to Sam's Club, and and you got air conditioning, all this TV running, and free samples around the food items. Trent. Seriously, you I, move in. So except Sundays, the problem is uh, you're going on Sundays, and that's when they've got the demo guy telling everyone about knives on the loudspeaker. <laughs> Or the Vitamix guy. Uh, yeah, no, seriously, though. It, it really is. Sunday's like, and you have to dodge people who are like, hey, we, uh, how, how are you watching television? Like, like, off. I, I don't want to. I don't want a banana broccoli shake. Leave me alone. <laughs> and don't, and don't, don't mock me with your little toothpick sized samples. I'll come back around for another one, you piece of shit. You give me a goddamn sandwich or I'm not leaving. <laughs> I'm taking the whole tray. Or I'm, I'm bringing my lawn chair and I'm camping out, you fucker. I'm going to watch you. I'm going to make you watch me eat. <laughs>